0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Over the Hump, the podcast that aims to provide you with a dose of midweek motivation to help finish your week off strong. I'm your host, Corey McGowan, and this is episode 26, Self-Reflection and Self-Awareness. Today, I have the privilege of speaking to all of you solo around a topic that is near and dear to me, that has impacted my personal journey and my personal growth. It's also helped shape the way that I see success. Self-reflection and self-awareness are two topics that require us to do a lot of internal questioning, and they're hard questions. So join me as I discuss both how self-reflection and self-awareness can be incorporated into how you're tackling your personal and professional endeavors. Enjoy. All right, everyone, welcome back to yet another episode of Over the Hump. Very excited to have the opportunity to speak to everyone today around two topics that have really impacted my life personally. Both self-reflection and self-awareness have played critical roles in how I've been able to grow not only my professional career, but also some of my personal relationships. Self-reflection and self-awareness sound very similar, but they're not the same thing. They do both require us to ask some very difficult questions of ourselves, but they also require us to be honest with ourselves. As the word reflection implies, self-reflection requires us to look back. Look back on previous conversations, back on previous unfoldings, and start to ask ourselves difficult questions about how we could have been doing things differently or how we're doing things well. Um, It's very key to personal growth. Self-awareness is being in the now understanding how you can impact a current situation, and understanding that you need to play into your strengths. Now, in order to reap the benefits of both, you're going to need to practice each individually. It's going to require patience, it's going to require a ton of humility, and it's going to require you to be honest with yourself, willing to answer the hard questions with hard truths. Let's start with self-reflection to practice self-reflection is going to have us rewind. We're going to need to revisit previous conversations and scenarios, different situations that we've been in, to start to analyze where we need to grow and the successes that we'd like to see uh, as a result. Now, on the flip side of the coin, it could be conversations and situations that were handled very well, and we want to continue the process of ensuring that we handle those particular instances in a similar manner. Being self-reflective will be the key to your personal growth. It will also help you determine what success means to you, and that definition is different for everybody. Using our past experiences, we can start to ask some of these difficult questions, such as, Am I taking anything for granted? Are you frequently interrupting people and thinking of your own stories while they're talking? If you are, are you taking the person on the other end of this conversation for granted? It's important to share your insights and your knowledge with those around you, but in an eagerness to relay these stories, we often remove ourselves from the present, and that really reduces our ability to actively listen to the individual on the other end of a conversation do i have a healthy well-rounded perspective of the situation or the task at hand do you know what tools are available to you are you thinking critically and understanding and relating this situation that you find yourself in to those that you've been in in the past am i controlling my controllables Am I using the entirety of my skill set and mindset to help realize the results that I'm looking for? See, looking to what we have control over will allow us to understand why an outcome has gone a certain way. For instance, in recreational sport, you have control of your sportsmanship. Were you an agreeable and fair teammate or opponent Or were you a little more selfish and irritable? In life, you have control about how nice you can be to others. Are you empathetic and sympathetic and putting yourself in situations that others may be in? Or are you turning a blind eye and being a little bit more cold? Either way, by controlling your controllables, you can help influence the outcome. And when employing self-reflection, looking back on those instances, you'll be able to better understand why an outcome was the way that it was. Growth will ultimately be the result. You'll start to see consistent actions, hopefully a change in mindset. And by looking back on what you've done well or where you can improve, you can help influence yourself. I have a great story to share with you from my personal experience. See, Growing up, I was very selfish, and even to this day, slightly selfish. However, since starting to be more self-reflective on those instances, whether they be in the workplace or in my personal relationships, I've been able to start to distance myself from those selfish tendencies. And it's only because I recognize the way that I'm speaking to my colleagues or how I'm handling situations, putting my best interests first. Now, by no means should you not put your best interests first, you should always be looking out for yourself. However, if it's in a selfish nature, then there's an opportunity for us to reflect. And that's exactly what I did. I tried to distance myself from those selfish tendencies and create a more positive, well-rounded environment for everyone. And I see it reciprocated much more now than I ever did before. People will have more in-depth and meaningful conversations with me. And ultimately, I'll be able to make decisions not just based on what's in it for me. See, practicing self-reflection and being more self-reflective helps us grow. It allows us to handle future situations equally as good or better based on our past experiences. And looking to those past experiences help us determine what we see as success. Things change over time, and we can help influence that by looking to our past, but we're going to need to be patient, and we're going to have to answer the hard questions truthfully. Once we have a grip on this, we can start to practice self-awareness. To be aware of one's actions or inactions is important. It's part of the process, but it's not self-awareness. To be self-aware, is to know who you are. It's to be in the present and understand the now. And it's very important to master, as it will help you develop your own level of success and happiness. It's not about following trends or continuing down a path that has been said to be the right one. It's about aiming for happiness and aiming for your level and definition of success. And we can really do this thanks to our self-reflection being self-aware and being in the now is important for us to be able to capitalize on our successful skill sets. It's important for us to be able to double and triple down on what we do best and understand that is who we are, not dwelling on our shortcomings. Now, it's important to take ownership of our shortcomings, but flip the narrative into your favor. See, Focusing on what you do best allows you to make your own success. It also allows you to understand who you are in the now and in the present. Now, shortcomings are always going to rear their ugly head, but they allow you to be great, and they allow you to tap into your strengths. When you've mastered what you do well and understand the characteristics that help you succeed, it's gonna be important to then develop a little bit of a thick skin And start to ask yourself some of those difficult questions again. But this time, you're going to want to identify what you're not good at. And you're going to need to be honest with yourself. It could take a little bit of patience because nobody likes to think they aren't good at something. But as you start to identify your shortfalls, you can start to surround yourself with individuals that help you be better. And as you come to realization of what your shortcomings are, and you develop that thicker skin, and you accept the things that you're not good at, you're not going to want to waste time continuing to check boxes. And what I mean by that is, there's no need to sit there and make a list of things that you're bad at. Instead, be self-aware, understand who you are, and go all in again on the things that you do well. See, when you have shortcomings, as we all have, it's important to really employ that five by five rule. If it's not going to impact your life in five years, don't spend five minutes on it. Ultimately, don't check those boxes. Focus all your successes just as much as what you can be better at. And see, becoming self-aware is knowing what you can be better at. It is understanding what you're great at and. Ultimately, sewing those together to find how you make your success. And through deploying self awareness, I use my shortcomings to help fuel and pave my path of success. Along that path, I start to double and triple down at what I'm great at. And that's all because I understand that I can impact my own path. My self awareness is allowing me to use my positive skill set to help influence the results that I want to see. Now, self-awareness is something that needs to be practiced. It's going to require patience as well. And it can be very difficult for us to have that real conversation, to tell oneself, you are not good at something. Not so long ago now, there was a time where I hated being wrong. I hated being wrong on a test, I hated being wrong in a policy or procedure. I hated being wrong in general conversation. I just needed to assert myself as a knowledgeable source. And when I started to deploy self-awareness, I started to understand that that was a shortcoming of mine. I was making excuses when I couldn't provide the correct answer. As soon as I started putting ownership on myself and understanding that shortfall in my character, I took a weight off my shoulders. I saw a different perspective. And the best part of it is I was able to continue to do what I did best. I was able to focus on my successes, continue to operate the business at its highest potential, but also understand that I could take criticism or be wrong. And that was a turning point for me. It's only because I was able to look inwards and understand what I was great at, as well as understand where I could be better, but not dwelling on it, that I was able to come to that realization. And self-awareness is not about shortcomings. It's not about flaws. It's not about what you can't do. It's about who you are. It's about going all in on your strengths, but accepting those particular opportunities that you have, and being at peace with yourself and your skill set. Self-reflection and self-awareness are different, but they work together in helping you pave your path to success. Thanks, everybody, for joining us yet again. If you haven't done so yet, please feel free to follow us on social media, mainly Instagram, at O-T-H-C-A. You can also find our podcast now on Apple Podcasts. Just type Over the Hump in the search bar. We would certainly appreciate for you to subscribe, comment, and share. And please continue to listen to our podcast on Podbean at overthehump.podbean.com. That's overthehump.podbean.com. We're looking forward to speaking with everyone next week. Have a great week.